Attention all filmmakers. You have short films or full features without a district. Come to www.fhffsd.org. That is the fantastic horror film festival. So hurry up. Submit now. Do you need key art poster for your horror project? Do you have a limited budget and about to hit the festival circuit? Are you looking for distribution and need visual art to help the process? Well, you're in luck. Go to www.posterlabworks.com and contact them for more information. They'll work with your budget and provide you some great key art. If you mention Gruesome Herzog when you contact them, they will include art for matching postcards and along with the poster. Contact them now. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Guider with my very special co-host, Joanne Thomas, one of the co-founders of the fantastic horror film festival in San Diego, California. Our very special guest is a talented filmmaker with a badass-looking film. It's director Eric Blue. Eric, how the hell are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Scott, Joanne, pleasure. Yeah, um, you came across me through another Blue, Blue de Goyer. Uh, the producer of uh, House of Good and Evil. And the actress from House of Good and Evil is also the actress in your film. So it's kind of funny how we had that intertwine. And um, check out the trailer. I posted the trailer on my website. Joanne saw the trailer. Honestly, this film is right up my alley. I love the woods aspect of horror because you never know what you're going to see. That's the truth. <laughs> I was a big fan of, a fan of Blair Witch. Um it's not like Blair Witch, but it's, I, I've always been intrigued by horror in the woods as well. Right. So I, I definitely agree. All right. I saw the f- teaser and it was really great. But like, my question for you is, is that, is it really gory when you get further on into the movie? There, there's some gore. There, um, I, I mean, I wouldn't call it an evil dead. Uh, but, uh, there's, there is some gore, uh, for sure. Uh, I like to think that it's it's tastefully done gore, um, but yeah, there's, there's there's some gore and there's uh there's a lot of really good I, I call them organic scares. It's um, things you don't see scaring you sometimes, which uh, for me is always the best scare. Well, I love surprises myself, and I used to go camping a lot in the woods by myself, so. I can kind of get into this. It's freaky. I'll tell you, it's freaky. One of the things we did, I did with the cast and crew, we had a mandatory camping uh, outing. And we would make make each person walk about um, 100 yards into the woods with a flashlight at night, turn off the light, and they'd have to sit there for two minutes by themselves. And (sighs) all of us out. So it was a great little exercise in horror, real horror. Wow. Poor Rachel. I bet she peed herself. <laughs> Rachel, I'm just kidding. Don't hit me. Yeah, by the way, Rachel Marie Lewis is fantastic, uh, as is uh, the entire cast. John Bridell, Eric Goines, R.J. Shearer, and uh, Jason Berkey. It's an amazing cast, amazing acting. Great. You don't even know they're acting. You, you, you believe it. That's awesome. You have a short film that uh, I noticed um, on your resume. You have quite a few short films, but the one that I seem to, that seems to get the most notoriety is Lost Crossing in 2007. What was that like? Yeah, that was cool. That was actually based on a true story. Um, it's about a uh, 15-year-old girl that runs away from home and 
bus in a break in the middle of nowhere, and she she's befriended by this uh, this woman who ends up being very mentally uh, unstable, and uh, she actually ends up becoming. Uh, I, I don't want to give it away, but she she ends up in a very bad situation, and it stars. Uh, Melissa McBride from Walking Dead, who's, uh, who's a good friend of mine and a, an amazing actress. Um, she doesn't, she does an incredible job. So if you haven't seen it, go to my site, www.bluelanternfilms.com and you can watch Lost Crossing there. It's a fantastic movie, if I do say so myself. You know, it's a drama, but I kind of, uh. It's a drama, you know, thriller. It's got a thriller aspect to it. Yeah, it's yeah. It's not a pure yeah. drama. Right. Well, you know, wh- what I mean is, being a horror reviewer. Yeah. Uh, yes. I, I tend to stray to other types of films only because, you know, not everybody is totally into horror, so you gotta try and have an opened, an opened, uh, review site to maybe, you know, to, to try and attract other people to your site other than just horror. I mean, I'm not talking, I'm not gonna, Go all out and do these love comedies. Sens- no. Sensibility is not going to be on your list, right? Sensibility, right, right. I mean, I, my co-host me is sensitive, so I don't need to watch sensitive movies. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, thank you, Jerry. Speaking of when you sent me the trailer uh, with the, uh, and you know, I don't really watch trailers because sometimes they uh, it all depends on what the filmmaker puts in it. It can kind of taint the film. Right. Or, and, but when it's teasers, so I already know that it's not the actual trailer. Am I correct? You're actually going to make a trailer trailer later on, correct? I'm going to make a longer one. Um, you know, the, the goal on this was not to give too much away. We had a very specific goal of to kind of, just as it says, it's a teaser. It's, it, the idea or the hope is to want you to watch the movie to want more. And I didn't want to give away all right. the goodies in the movie. So it's just very, just a touch okay. of, of so what's going on. where did this idea come from? It came from a, a friend of mine who uh, hiked the Appalachian Trail. Uh, there's there's a lot of uh, unexplained things that happen on the Appalachian Trail. And uh, there's points on the trail where you're you're days away from, from any help. So it, it led to the idea of, you know, the best horror to me is always in isolated areas where, where people can't get help. So it, it built off the idea of, hey, put some people out in the middle of nowhere and do some really bad crap to them. And uh, that was sort wow. of the premise. Jesus. <laughs> you have a makeup artist that I am very good friends with. Yes. is Mr. Legendary Toby Sells. Absolutely. He is a... Uh, he is, a privilege to work with. He's a friend of mine. He was fantastic on set. And you were asking about gore earlier. Well, you know, Toby does a lot of a lot of work on a lot of different things. Walking Dead is one of them. And, Zombieland. Uh, yep, yeah, Zombieland exactly. And he, uh, we were we were fortunate enough to have Toby on our movie. And I'll I'll tell you the the the, the makeup effects just are out of this world. Fantastic. He is amazing. Yeah, really good. We did. Inter- I did an interview with him. Um, Mm, maybe two years ago, and somehow the interview disappeared. So he, we are in. He makes you look yeah. tame, Scott. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ought to see us together, then you really have some entertainment. <laughs> but we are working on getting an updated interview. But uh, he's a really cool dude. I, you know, but that's good to have. I mean, he is from Atlanta, Georgia, so yeah. it kind of it kind of worked out for you as far as having somebody that has the. Um, the thought, the talent, the uh, credibility yeah. in your area, because Toby Sells needs to be known yeah. more 
than what he is. And, and I mean, there is a lot of special makeup. There, there's a lot of these guys around here, but some of them have the uh, old school inner blood. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 you know, some of these new guys are cool, but when you get somebody that 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 has age on him, like myself and you, and of course Joanne, I know Joanne's actually young, but um, you need you need somebody that has the old school art to bring it to today's. I, I I totally agree. You know, Toby and I sat down before we, uh, you know, shot the movie, and that was one of the things we talked about. You know, I mean. We've got an incredible post-production team with all kinds of visual, you know, digital whiz-bang stuff, but we didn't want to do digital blood and digital gore. We wanted, we wanted old school and that's why we got Toby on board. I was very lucky. He's an extremely busy guy. Yes. I was very lucky to get, get his time on this. It just kind of worked out and, uh, he knocked it out of the park. You can see a little bit in the trailer of what he did. We didn't want to show too much. Right, but um, it, I'll tell you when when you guys see this movie, you'll you'll know it's Toby Sells because it, it's so freaking awesome, fantastic. Like I said, you know, uh, I get a lot of teasers sent to me, and hey, can you post this on your site and blah blah blah. Huh. You know, I'm not trying to be a dick, but I have to to find it interesting in my taste in order to promote something that I'm going to put my heart out to promote. But then when I saw this trailer. I only had to see the first 20 seconds to know, I mean, I've seen so many films, so I know exactly what I'm getting myself into right when I see something that piques my interest. And it's not because of Rachel. I mean, I'm not going to be biased about it because of House of Good and Evil, but what I mean is when I've seen the woods, that that's a keeper for one for me. Now, there are woods horror movies that were totally disappointing after I seen the movie that, but just by the way it was shot and 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 just it's weird being a reviewer for almost four years you know something that's going to be good just by a glimpse of something thank you thank you very much Uh, we're very proud of it um the locations were were stellar we actually shot it up in the great smoky mountains uh up in tennessee and uh in in georgia so we shot in a few different places uh great smokies north georgia and uh, near atlanta as well and uh, the locations are, are stellar. They're creepy. They're freaky. We're uh, we shot on, on the at the biggest waterfall on private land in North America. At least that's the rumor. So it's, it's like a sixty foot waterfall, and it's in the trailer. Absolutely huh. stunning, and uh, kind of the way we shoot it's kind of creepy too. So it's it's neat. Now, real quickly, um, being in the, in movies myself, and you know. You always deal with a different cinematographer. If I said it right, uh, you used uh, you had Jim McKinney. Correct. Uh, is Jim McKinney a friend of yours, or is it somebody that you found to hire to shoot the film? He, he actually is a friend of mine. He uh, he works here in Atlanta. The Atlanta f- film business, if you guys don't know, is is just off the charts. It's huge. It's they're calling it Hollywood East. Uh, wow. So Jim's in the industry here. He's a uh, DP and an operator. He operates on a lot of movies. Oh, I see that. He's a good friend of mine. He actually just lives down the street from me. Uh, he's worked on a number of my movies, and he's phenomenal, phenomenal director of photography. I love him on board as well. Yeah, 2001 Maniacs, huh? There you go. Uh, you are what? You're saying you're about what? Three quarters, or not even? With the film. Uh, we're about, so we're in the editing stage. So, uh, we're almost done with the first pass of the edit. So, 
for those of you that don't know how editing works, uh, what we'll do is we'll do what's called an assembly edit, where we basically just put everything together, you know, the best we can, not worrying too much about the details. And then we'll go back and we'll refine it and refine it and refine it. Um, you know, we're lucky that we've got, uh, we've got some, some big players on the team. You know, I'm the director, uh, my editor, Scott Salmon, um, works here in the, um, in the post-production industry in Atlanta. But we've got some contacts at Warner Brothers. I've got a big name editor, um, who is going to be an advisor on this. He's going to, he's going to look over it. So we've got some, uh, some aces up our sleeves, so to speak, that are going to really help us with, with the final, you know, the final edit and then the marketing and getting it out there. So we're, we're really trying to do this thing right and, and make it very high quality and make it a film that, that I think, you know, people are going to have a, a lot of fun watching. Well, that's exactly right, because I know uh, when you make a film and it's finished and you're editing and colorizing, and, and yep. you tend to want to rush because you want your film out there faster than what it should be. So the the proper way is the way you do it, and a lot of people do it, is I know it's – I know you're going through your mind, oh, man, I want people to see this, but if you take it day by day, right, the better quality is – and better in the long run, which you know that. Yeah. I know that. I just just said it. Uh, but yeah, Beacon Point really has my peak interest, and I want to give uh, Blue De Goya a big thanks for. Uh, yeah, Blue's been great. He, I'll tell you, he's been such an ally and such a uh, a generous guy. You know, um, I I met him through Rachel. Actually, uh, it was funny. You know, we were casting this movie. We had our our, our casting director was thrown out the nets all over the country, LA, New York, Atlanta, Florida, Tennessee. And, um, Rachel, she came across the, uh, the audition post. She actually reached out to me and she was like, you know, Hey, I really want to audition for this, this role. The story looks awesome. It's right up my alley. She said the same thing as you, Scott, you know, horror in the woods is, is cool. And so she, she really went after me. It was funny. And, and it, it's the the email from her sat in my inbox probably for two or three days because I, I was getting a lot of emails at that point. I never I never opened it. Finally, I was like, ah, I better I better look at it. I, I watched her reel and I was blown away um, by her reel and a, by the footage from uh, House of Good and Evil. Uh-huh. And then Blue reached out to me and, and and him and I got to talking and he shared the film with me. And uh, I was just I was a big Rachel Lewis fan after that. Um, and we ended up casting her as the lead. Yeah, she is phenomenal. She was, uh, <laughs> she's fun to agitate. Uh, <laughs> cause we, cause I interviewed her, Blue, and David Moon all at the same time about House of Good and Evil, and she's a spunky chick. Let's put it yes, that way. Yes, for sure. And, uh, she's, she's fun. A different role in this movie. Um, she's more of a, uh, a, uh, sort of a, I hate to use another movie as a reference, but she, she's definitely a strong ass kicking woman in this. She's kind of a Riley from, uh, or sorry, Ripley from, uh, Alien. You know, that kind of character, more of the, uh, the very assertive, you know, woman who, who has to take charge. So that's kind of her character arc is she, you know, she, she, she comes onto this hiking tour, things start to go bad and she really, um, she really takes charge and she becomes the, the strong hero. Right. So, Sort of a woman hero story. I mean, That's a good thing. Yeah. And what is so sad about <clears throat> actors and actresses in Los Angeles? I'm not saying it's sad because he lived there. It's sad because 
you know, a lot of these actors, I'm not saying Rachel in particular, from the East Coast decide to, oh, I'm going to move to Los Angeles. But then you're basically now you have 80,000 actors and actresses going for the same role. So it's kind of hard yeah. for some of these talented actors and actresses to get jobs. It is. And I'm just glad that Rachel was able to reach out to you because she's a talent that needs to get more work. She really, I, mean, I agree. House of Good and Evil was a different role for anybody and she played it perfect. She was brilliant and so she was her husband in the movie. Uh, you know, and for me to find out that she's in this one, you know, I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, the reason why Grayson Herzog likes because she's in it from House of Good and Evil. You have that. That's just the way it is. People just want to bang on me every chance they get. But to see her in the trailer for a little bit, and being that I know her from House of Good and Evil, I mean, she can, I'm just anxious to see how she knocks this out. She rocks. I gotta tell you, Scott, Joanne, she rocks this movie. Um, she, uh, she jumped right in. She's like one of the most prepared actors I've met. She really, she really owned it. It's great as a director to work with actors that are, that are really good like that. Makes my job so much easier. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, it's a joy to have you on again. And, uh, I figured, uh, you know, get you on here to help promote this. But, I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. But the movie does look very badass. And coming from a woman's aspect from Joanne, she, uh, like she had mentioned earlier, it kind of relates to her going camping by herself. And, uh, I'm, I'm sure she brought like 10 sets of clothes if she's peeing herself in the woods. But other than that, but Joanne, uh, what else do you, what, what else did you like about the, the, I mean, there wasn't much of a teaser to watch. What else did you like about it besides, you know, relating to, you know, you going camping. What did you like? Well, I I love the cine, cinematography. I can't even say it. Um, like I say, I love the woods. I love being out in in nature. So that that kind of drew me in a lot. And the fact that there's a surprise waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we made a very conscious decision not not to show the uh, the menace too much. Um, again, you know, to use another movie like. Sort of, again, we're not anything like Blair Witch, but one of the things I did like about Blair Witch is it leaves a lot of the horror up to your imagination, which I think is cool. Um, we didn't, we didn't make a movie anything like Blair Witch, but, you know, same with The Shining. There's another movie where it leaves a lot of it up to your imagination. Um, so we sort of skirted the line between showing the monster and not showing the monster. So it's, it's, uh, and the woods is very, very conducive to that. You know, there's a lot in the woods that can be scary. Well, you can answer this question. You don't have to. But did yeah. you leave it possibly open for a sequel? Yes, we did. Okay. But not, not on purpose. It was, it's just the way the story, the, the story ends. It wasn't like we deliberately we said, oh, we gotta, you know, we gotta leave this open for a sequel. But yeah, there, 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 there could be a sequel if, uh, if we deemed, uh, you know, sort of deemed it necessary. Mm, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's cool. It's really a neat story. I wrote, I co-wrote the story with a, a woman from LA by the name of Tracy Carroll. And, um, she's a phenomenal writer. And she, she really helped sort of pen the Zoe character. You know, it's, it's easier for a, a woman to write a woman than a, a man to write a woman. So, so Zoe definitely has a feminine feel, but again, she's an ass kicker. Zoe's right. 
Disney character. That's Rachel's character. Huh. Um, there's some really fun twists and turns, and um, yeah, I think there's some things that are going to really catch people off guard. There's some, you know, there's some surprises, but they're the kind of surprises if you figure them out early on, it doesn't ruin the story. It's still a great story, but I, I think there's I think there's some really fun twists and turns that people are going to get into, and. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna catch some people off guard where the movie ends up going. We made this movie. I wanted to make a movie that I'd want to watch. Right. You know? right. I don't want to make a you know something that I, I wouldn't want to watch. So I think the bottom line on Beacon Point is that it's it's fun, it's entertaining, and I think um I think the production value and the in the in the acting, I think people are really gonna get into it. Good it's, deal. It's a cool. It's a real cool movie. Since I've seen this teaser trailer. I would like to find out if you are planning on submitting to our film festival this coming October. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, uh, yeah, you know, it's, I, I love festivals. I've done a ton of festivals with my shorts and festivals are so much fun, especially the, the more organic, um, ones where it's really about the fans. So. Uh- that's a big gift, Joanne. We we would love to uh, submit to your festival. Um, that's what our festival is all about. We're a little bit different than some of the ones you may have been to because our focus is the fans and the filmmakers, and we wanted to make it a big networking experience for everyone involved. Uh, cool. and, and we also would like to invite any uh, people who work on crews, for uh, independent horror film fest films, so that we can get everybody together in one place for three days and have a big party. Well, it's not, it sounds awesome, and I it's in San Diego, I take it. Yes, it is. Uh, I love San Diego, so that's a it, that's an easy sell right there. And it's Halloween weekend. Awesome. So some Perfect people horror festival. Well, some people think we're competing with Halloween, but we think we're enhancing it. So yeah, it'll it'll be a real fun experience for everybody that comes. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. I would, uh, yeah, I'd love to submit to that. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll love, we would love to have you. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be. It's really going to be a cool movie. Uh, we're we're so excited about it. Getting the trailer out there. Um, again, you know, it's, it's a short trailer. It's like it's like a minute and ten seconds or something. But we didn't want to. We didn't want to show too much, and we wanted to just kind of get a, you know, a teaser out there. There's going to be a longer trailer coming here in the future, and then the movie's going to be out um, end of April, early May is what we're shooting for. We'll do our uh, our release and our premiere, and you know, we've got big hopes for this thing. It's obviously we're going to try to do the Netflix, iTunes, all the streaming media, but we'd love to have uh, some sort of theatrical release as well. So um, well, we're shooting high for this one. It's best on the big screen, anyway. What can I, mean, I tell yeah. you? I'm a I'm a old I'm old school when it comes to that. You know, I, I watch a lot of streaming stuff, but I nothing beats the, the the movie theater experience, in my opinion. They had a um, they had a, a screening of The Shining here, which I'm a huge Kubrick fan. Um, they had a, a screening of The Shining here in Atlanta on the big screen. I'd never seen it on the big screen. And uh, it was really cool to watch it, you know, in theater. Wow. Yep. Well, Mr. Blue, it was great yeah. to have you on here. It really well, is. Thank uh, you, guys. I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm honored to be on the show. And, uh, you know, we'll, 
we'll be sharing more information and, and news with you as the movie gets closer. And uh, yeah, hopefully you guys can come to the premiere. That would be fun. That that'll be in Georgia, correct? Well, we'll probably do one East Coast, probably do one West Coast. So we we're gonna try to do one in LA as well. I personally look forward to seeing it, whether well, it be in guys, LA or Georgia or wherever. Well, you guys have been very, very generous and uh, supportive. Thank you so much. Um, thanks to everybody listening. And BeaconPointMovie.com or BlueLanternFilms.com. Check us out. Well, Mr. Blue, Mr. Eric Blue. Thanks for coming on today, buddy. Full day, and uh, thanks again. We'll be in touch. Nope. Take care. Take care. See you, Boo. Bye-bye. This was once considered sacred ground. This is amazing! (laughs) Trespassers will be killed on sight. Hey, isn't that the main trail? Legend has it when the Cherokee were driven from these lands, the spirit guides left, leaving a void. He's never been here before. It's like he's pretending to recognize things. Oh my god. Do you know the way to the main trail? Hello, we're three days away from anywhere. Without the protectors, the shadow people came to haunt these mountains. I'm just trying to tell you guys about the legend, that's all.